Going Greyhounds for your daily update of the latest news and tips. Good morning and welcome to Going Greyhounds on your Thursday, October 12, right here on Sky Sports Radio. Simon Orchard here as usual. Gee whiz, really looking forward to today's show. We're less than 48 hours away from crowning the sixth winner of the Million Dollar Chase. We'll also see the running of the Group 2 Sydney Cup. The MDC Consolation is a bottler. The Masters Media for the Older Dogs. The Young Stars Final. And, of course, the Million Dollar Chase made it. A massive night of chasing at Wenty Park tomorrow. In about seven or eight minutes' time, we'll talk to one of the, the MDC hopefuls in Steve Fitch. He trains Cumbria Kid. He's got the prize box one alley. So we'll see how Fitchy is feeling ahead of the biggest race of his career. But before we do that, one man who is no stranger to this night after winning the May edition of the Million Dollar Chase last year with the great She's a Pearl is Andy Lord. He joins me on the show this morning. How are you feeling, mate, ahead of tomorrow night? Yeah, good, mate. <laughs> That's good, mate. I spoke to Stu Hazlitt yesterday and he gave me a similar response. It's just another sort of night at the track. Hey, we'll get to One Hot Bandit in a minute, but if you cast your mind back, Andy, to last year, can you explain to the listeners what goes through your mind as you're about to put a dog or a couple of dogs, in your case, in a race for a million bucks? Oh, it's not so much the money in any big race, whether it's, you know, the Golden Easter Egg or... You know, even a $25,000 600-metre series at DAPTO, I mean, you know, you'd be, I don't sort of get nervous or anything like that, but I just want everything, you know, to work out right for the dog and me. And, you, you know, you just hope that everything that you've done all week and through the year that, you know, just comes out how it should. You know, I mean, I, I think that the key is not to sort of change anything with your dog and, and just... Um, let him do the, do what he normally does, you know. Let's talk a little bit about the race and one hot bandit at the moment. Been a spruit dog for a, for a while now, Andy, and rightly so. He looks like a supreme talent. What qualities do you like most about him? Well, mate, he's only just turned two-year-old in June, so, you know, like he was eligible for the Young Star Classic and <laughs> obviously anyone that that, you know, had a dog they thought, could win the Million Dollar Chase or the Young Star Classic, you know, tried to get through to the Million Dollar Chase, which we did, and, you know, luckily we got through as a reserve, and um, now we're in the final, so, look, he's a quality dog, he's, I think later on his future might be over a bit of ground, and we've sort of held him back a bit, he has got a bit of pace, he has won 540 at Wenny, but, look, he's a really good chaser, um, and he's just around the corner from running 29.4 or he's run 50 before. So, you know, we've got him very well for tomorrow night. And, you know, I think he, he still needs to be coming, at least come out on terms with him and we'll see what happens around the first corner. But if he's sitting on any of them, probably, probably the only dog I don't think I could sit on and, and win is Jay's Jay, but I could sit on, you know, uh, Postman Pat, I reckon, and beat him. So... We'll see what happens. It's a pretty good spruit. We saw just how powerful he is late last week, running down Magistrate, who's a pretty handy dog as well. What do you make of box seven, Andy? Is it fair to say that he probably wants a bit of galloping room, so it might suit? Loves the outside. I mean, he's rarely been beat from the outside. Most of his racing has been done from the outside. So, um, and, and, and in saying that, he's just started to take to the inside boxes. I mean, he never had a lot of experience from them, but, you know, he's run last week was was very very good and, and his biggest problem was he 
you know, at early stages, he moved off really bad on the first corner and he's starting to come in now. So he needs to hold his line and he, he needs to do everything right, but it is winnable for him. You're listening to the voice of Andy Lord, one hot band at Junction Box 7, as we just said in tomorrow night's Million Dollar Chase final. Currently an $8 chance with the tab on the third line of betting. Andy, you mentioned Jay's. Jay's maybe a dog that he might not be able to run down, but who is the hardest to beat, knowing that Jay's, Jay and Postman pad a box pretty well in two and three? Mate, I think they're all hard to beat. I, I, I think the race is a lottery. Um, if you have a look how... Most of the dogs got into the race. You know, it wasn't... I, I, I don't know how many got through. There wouldn't be many from all the heat series around different areas. So, you know, it is a lottery. And But probably if I had to pick one, it would be Jay's Jay. I think, you know, the dog's very experienced. He's taken to Wetworth Park. He's got his box. I think he's, you know, he's, he's rarely been beat from that box. And... If he turns up and goes straight to the front, I don't think anything can run him down. Not not in his present form, you know. A hell of a record from box two as well. Seven starts for Jay's Jay in the stripes for six wins and a minor. Uh, let's talk a little bit about the Group 2 Sydney Cup, Andy, because Corbell Magic goes around box six, currently $16. Our friend Mark Duclos said during the week that this dog has been a bit <laughs> troubling for you in 2023. Is that a fair comment? How would you assess his year so far? Well, in all honesty, I, I think if it was this time last year, he'd be a dollar sixty to win it. You know, um, dog's still going good. I mean, you know, I, I'm not saying he's give up the chase or anything like that. He's just, I don't know, he's just going through the motions. But you know, I honestly thought last week that he would run the race of his life the way he was carrying on before he left, and his run was ordinary. Um, let's just hope that the real Corborn Magic turns up this week. I mean. Price don't mean nothing if he can recapture his old form. And I think he's, you know, I keep saying it, that he's around the corner from doing it. Well, we'll see how he goes tomorrow night. But, you know, it wouldn't hurt to have an each-way bet on him. There you go, $16 currently with the tab. And the market, really interesting. Andy, of course, zipping Vanessa, $2 favourite, but it's been on the drift a little bit. Ritza Piper has come in, but they've taken some money for Zohar Bale, 6 into 350, and Val Policella from box 2, 13 into 650 as well. Last week in the heats, we saw Ritza Piper and zipping Vanessa get it all their own way out in front. They made a mess of the fields. Do you think there's a similar sort of race pattern, Andy, or is there something that can maybe jump out of the pack? Oh, well, Minnie's dog goes from the one to the seven. I think it is. It's in the seven, isn't it? Yeah, you're spot on, yeah. But, you know, I mean, it's all about who who leads. I mean, if the red lead, it'll win. Um, Ritza Piper, well, you know, she's a very good bitch and, and she does like Wentworth Park. So, um, look, on on form, you'd have to say Zipping Vanessa, you know, it deserves to be favourite and... But it's anybody's race. I mean, you know, these staying races, you know, they they can run them one week and, and be totally different the next. And it's probably the hardest 720 I've seen at Wentworth Park for a long time. There you go. So uh, Andy Lord has said that the million-dollar chase is a bit of a lottery. It could be music to the ears of punters, man. There could be some value around. One Hot Bandit, an $8 chance from Box 7, if not a rising star already, uh, if not a star, sorry, a rising star of the sport. And then Corball Magic, 16 bucks, 290 the place. Mate, before we let you go, uh, an update on the Pearl. Has she had the pup shed or are they still yet to <coughs> arrive? 
Well, I got one hot band out, and he's across from Caesar Pearl. I've still got her in the race kennel till she's whelps, and she's due to whelp Saturday. So I'm hoping she whelps tomorrow, and I've taken him across, and she's giving him a few tips. So we'll, uh, <laughs> you know, hope everything works out that way. It'd be nice to, to win the million-dollar chase, plus, you know, her have pups on the same day. Yeah, wouldn't that be a memorable 24 hours? Well, mate, we wish you all the best. We know the Million Dollar Chase, you've been there and done it all before, but whelping pups, that's uh, <laughs> that's no mean feat either. So good luck for uh, the coming days, mate. We appreciate you jumping on the show and best of luck tomorrow. Thanks, mate. There he goes, Andy Lord, a big hand as always in the feature races and uh, a wonderful man to have on the program. We'll take a quick break. On the other side, Steve Fitch. On Sky Sports Radio, let's get back to Going Greyhounds. Yeah, welcome back to Going Greyhounds. Simon Orchard with you as we inch closer to the biggest greyhound race of the year in the million-dollar chase. And one man who I'm sure can't wait to get to the track tomorrow night is Steve Fitch. He'll rug up Cumbria Kid, and he joins him on Going Greyhounds right now. Morning, Steve. Morning, Simon. How are you, mate? I'm fantastic, mate. How are you, and is everything in readiness for what would probably be the biggest race of your life, I imagine? Yeah, mate, all set to go. Um, kid's just on the mat in front of me right now having his last session on, on his therapy mat, and um, he's ready to roll. Talk us through that, mate. Therapy mat, what's that all about? What are you hoping to achieve there? Oh, it's just a magnetic field therapy blanket. I think most people use one. It's just, um, you know, overall working on his, you know, and he giving his muscles a bit of a, a workover and um, making him feel good on the night. Oh, sounds good. I might have to find a therapy mat for myself. Like a, everyone likes a massage. <laughs> yeah, you're spot on. Um, before we get into some uh, some off off uh, Broadway areas here, mate. Box one, a clear advantage in big races, uh, and then you see the two favourites alongside you, Jay's Jay and Postman Pat. What needs to happen for him to win the race, and who do you think is going to be hardest to beat tomorrow night? Uh, most important thing is that he rails at that first bend, just like he did last week when the and hope that there's um, those real speed, you know, electric dogs, Jay's Jay and Postman Pat, and uh, that they're, you know, in a bit of a buffeting duel, and um, he might just slip underneath them. That's what would have to happen. You look at the field, Fitchy and Cumbria Kid, the oldest greyhound in the field. Um, I think McInerney last year was the oldest winner at just over three years of age. But with age comes experience and toughness, mate. What would it mean to win the million-dollar chase with this dog? Ah, uh, it'd mean a lot, mate, yeah. He's, um, you bring these dogs into the world, he's been with me from the time he was born. Um, and I love winning any race with our own dogs, as I've said before. And um, But to win a big one like that, we haven't won a big one. We've come second in a couple of group races. Uh, but to win the million-dollar chase, it's the biggest race in the world, isn't it, mate? You'd be on top of the world. World's richest race series is spot on. Hey, Cumbria Kid, for those wondering, he's a Group 1 and Group 3 finalist last year, the Vic Peters Classic and, of course, the Bob Payne Sprint. We fast-forward the best part of 18 months or a year. Do you think this race or the race of this calibre was maybe beyond him at this stage of his career? Realistically, it probably did, but he, he is going... He's coming back. He had some time off with a corn, which had 10 weeks off, and... He came back this time and he wasn't probably going as well, but it took me a long time to get him fit again. And um, he's probably just about to peak again. I hope he is because tonight, tomorrow night's the night. So 
Yeah, realistically, it probably <laughs> was beyond him, but you go in the heats because when you've got a 500-metre city-class dog, the only place you can go, really, to get a race is it was the qualifiers. So that's where we went and cross your fingers and see what happens. Yeah, and he's progressed through to the Million Dollar Chase final. Steve Fitch is my guest on Going Greyhounds this morning. Cumbria Kid jumps from box one. It's race eight on the stacked Wentworth Park card tomorrow night. He's currently a $26 chance. Fitchy $4 the place. Can you tell us a bit about the breed, mate? Because at last check, Cumbria Kid's mother, Hilltop Bell, had produced two litters who have combined for about $800,000 in prize money. You'd take that any day, wouldn't you, mate? Yeah, it's um, and it's a testament to the line, um, that Lock and Bar line that I, from Kevin Gordon. Um, if you go back through it, any bitch one has a pup in that, in that line tends to throw winners, not just um, winners, but the whole litter can run, and that's been the, the case with both these litters. The first Barsha Bay, a little litter, I think there were five city winners and four group finalists. We came second in a Peter Mossman. Um, the second litter, the Fernandos, we've had, I think there's now six city winners. Elia was in a Golden Easter Egg final. These guys have been in the Vic Kid and Days were in a Vic Peters final. Bob Payne, um, what else? Now we're in a million dollar chase, you know, and there's, I think, three or four group finalists and six city winners out of the ten of them. It's beautiful, mate. We hear a lot of trainers say that bread and butter dogs, if you could have a kennel of them, you'd take them in a heartbeat. I guess um, what I'm most interested, mate, going into the race tomorrow night, we know the walk to the boxes can be a bit of a nervy time. It's just you and the dog and hopefully a lot of punters out there enjoying the night at Wentworth Park. But what do you think will be going through your head as you make that walk tomorrow and as you prepare the dog to slip him into box one? Um trying to keep a clear head and just focus on the dog like I do with every race. Just get in there and keep him calm. Um, I like him in the first line. I prefer him when he goes in first. He jumps better. Um, yeah, I'll be trying to keep as calm as possible, mate, for the dog's sake more than anything. Um, you know, obviously you've got butterflies. You think about it during the week. But when we get to the track, we'll walk up the back behind the 520 boxes and just have a sit down and have a quiet moment there and wait. It sounds good, mate. I'm sure you'll be the envy of many if participants. He comes first, or, first or last, we'll still get an ice cream together and um, and enjoy the ride home. <laughs> oh, beautiful, mate. That's what we love to hear. Uh, Cumbria, Cumbria kid jumping from box one in the final. I guess last one, mate. The punters out there are wondering, should they have a little nibble maybe at the $26? But if not your guy, uh, who are you most concerned about? Who do you think's the one to beat? Uh, I just keep going back to Jay's Jay, I think. If he's on the bunny, I don't think anyone can beat him. Um, he seems to be getting better every run around Wentworth Park. So, Jay's Jay, and obviously, you know, the rest of them, you, you could throw a blanket over the rest of them. I'd really love to see Stewie Hazlitt's dog run well. Um, he's a lovely bloke, and um, he bought a couple of pups from that first Barsha Bale litter off me uh, for, for one of his um, clients. So, um, you know, I just wish everyone the best of luck. Uh, well said, mate. You're a gentleman of the sport and great to see you in a big one. Uh, once again, you're always at Wentworth Park um, for these big Saturday night meetings, so can't wait to get out there. And best of luck with Cumbria Kid. Thanks for joining us on the program, mate, and hopefully you're a million-dollar winner tomorrow night. Yeah, thanks, mate. That'll be lovely.
There you go, Steve Fitch, Cumbria Kid, as I said, a $26 chance, race eight on the program, the Million Dollar Chase final, and I mentioned it off the top, it's not just the Million Dollar Chase tomorrow, the Consolation Race is a ripper, Masters Media for the Older Dogs, the Young Star final, and of course the Million Dollar Chase made with the Group 2 Sydney Cup worth a hundred grand as well. Just a few quick reminders, if anyone wants to get along to the track, Brooke McClymont and Adam and Noel. That's right, Shannon Knoll, the flavour saver, 8.40-ish, I think. He will hit the stage after the million-dollar chase. He was at the 7.15 at the Gardens last year, and I tell you what, standing room only, he got the place absolutely thumping. So if you want your tickets, head to milliondollarchase.com.au. I'm also told there is a succulent Chinese buffet uh, upstairs. So if you want some succulent Chinese uh, food, a succulent Chinese buffet is upstairs. And for all those just quickly looking out beyond the MDC, nominations for the Golden Cup and the Fireball close on Tuesday. Those races worth $40,000 and $25,000 respectively. The heats will be run next Friday. The finals October 27. We just keep on marching through the big Big features here in New South Wales. Couple of best bets today before I go. Casino race five, number one, Magic Secret. That's Casino 5-1. Gunnedar race nine, number one, Carinha Trombone. That's Gunnedar 9-1, Carinha Trombone. And Dapto race eight, number six, Nangar Archie. The best bets today. JSJ, my tip for the Million Dollar Chase. That's the show for another week. Good luck if you're having a punt over the next few days. Get on down to Wentworth Park tomorrow night if you can. And until next week, hooroo.